Hello, this is Lisa Russick with the podcast. We are all psychic technical difficulties, but let's see how this works out. And today, guess who's back and guess what's happening? Jennifer Love is here for her love series. And we are going to talk about communication styles and problems and issues and astrology and mercury and more. And we'll explain all those combinations of jarbled words, salad, into a coherent <laughs> podcast. But first, Jennifer, can I please ask you the question? You still think we're all psychic for the eighth, seventh time? I don't know. What time. Yeah, we're all psychic. We're all psychic, yeah. Then listeners, uh, Misty's not here today. She's not feeling well. But she will be here Thursday for another podcast with Biwu, the medium from New York who has been on the podcast before. So Jennifer um, and I were talking before the podcast and uh, we had a plan. And we thought, well... You know, we, we started talking for a long time. I was in kind of a spastic mood. I have a <laughs> where tickets to a concert have disappeared and it's my fault. And it's a little stress, it's this stressful, but I moved and that's a good thing. So I'm going to focus on that. But, um, you know, we talked about communication styles and in, in, in astrology. And she told me that she knew something. What did you tell me you knew, Jennifer? So, you know, the placement of your Mercury is you know, gives you some insight as to how you communicate. And so for me, for example, my Mercury is in Scorpio. I actually have a lot of Scorpio. So my sun is in Scorpio. I have Scorpio rising and my Mercury is in Scorpio. So um, I have a lot, a lot of Scorpio. <laughs> but, you know, Scorpios tend to be pretty intense, you know, um, mysterious, uh, passionate, right? So in communication, you know, that can be, can translate to be very emotional. Um, it can be, it can seem very secretive. You know, sometimes I don't tell everybody what I'm thinking all the time. And that can be frustrating for my loved ones, my boyfriend, my family, because I'm not always very transparent as to everything that's going on in my brain. So um, yeah, you know, your Mercury placement can give you a lot of insight as to, you know, your romantic partner, or even, you know, your family, anybody in your life, your friends, as to how they communicate best. And it can help you communicate better with people in your life. That's a really good way to describe what you described to me earlier. And also, if you, listeners, if you don't know what she means by your Mercury placement, it's your astrology earth chart. You can look on it, um, probably get a free chart generated at lots of places online. And you look at where your Mercury is in what Zodiac sign when you were born. And that will tell you your Mercury placement and his or hers or theirs, if you want to know. If you know their birth time or the birthday, I think you just need to know the birthday for their Mercury, don't you, Jennifer? I think. Yeah, I think you just need to know your birthday. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, not the time helps with your place. rising sign, but yeah, yeah, I think you really just need your birthday for Mercury. Yeah, that'd be cool. I play maybe a place. I don't know. Mercury goes fast, but not yeah, that much. Might not need that. I'm not place. that brilliant yeah. about it. I used to know, but I'm getting old and forgetting things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that stuff at one time. Um, <clears throat> Or maybe all this moving just has completely oozed my brains out of my ears. It might be what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, I moved a house in like three, two days and I'm unpacking still. It's very painful <laughs> because I lost those tickets. We're going to talk about that the whole time. That's my communication style. I'm a tourist. Um, that is something tourists are. It's repetitive. 
because you get you got to get the point through um in my mercury is a taurus um so i understand the the it's rigid it's fixed work together yeah well yeah we're rigid and fixed but we like to laugh and we like to say it pretty although some things say they don't like to say it pretty but tauruses like to dress it up i don't care yeah. what you say they like it yeah so and yeah, they like Taurus is and, very uh, the way sensual. they like it. They, they mean what they say. They mean what yeah. they say. They, they, the words they choose are the reason they choose them, usually. <laughs> you know, and yeah. if they have trouble with them, they will tell you what they mean and they'll repeat it until they get it right. <laughs> Taurus is very trustworthy and honest, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll, I mean, I will say, you know, exactly what I think, unless I think it might hurt someone's feelings and I'll just kind of, you know, find a better way to say it to where. I don't have to <laughs> pretty much <laughs> avoidant, avoidant conversation. Um, I don't like that. I don't like arguments. You know, I don't like fighting. I don't like, uh, conflict discussions. I like, you know, a healthy, fun, lively debate, maybe where we're laughing or something, but I'm not wanting to fight about anything because that's like pointless <laughs> unless there's a reason, you know? a debate like for just the fun of it isn't fun to me, mm -hmm. but maybe a sign like uh, who's a, has a, maybe a Leo or a Libra placement in their Mercury might like to debate to, you know, see different sides. And so a Leo, a Leo Mercury placement has a lot of creative expression, yeah. you know, maybe a little bit arrogant, but you know, Definitely leadership, exuberance, um, could be a little self-focused, but the, you know, the fire signs, a lot of power there. True Aries, they will, they will, um, but they, they usually like to inspire a new subject. Yeah. Inspire. Yeah. Aries more on the spontaneous communication yeah. side, a little bit more impulsive, maybe a little reactive, but they're definitely willing to go first. So if they you're going to have a conversation with someone with their Mercury and Aries, you let them go first, you know, let them introduce the topic, let them have their share their ideas first. And then you can, you know, you can react to whatever they're saying, um, because they're definitely going to take the lead or, you know, go first and whatever they're going to say. And then you can, you know, go second. <laughs> Let I mean, them take yeah. them. Yeah. This, is, this might help people uh, we were thinking before the podcast who are in newer relationships and you're trying to figure out how do they talk? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how do they talk? What the and how, how to best get along with them. them. Yeah. How to understand them and how do they understand how I approach communication. Right. Because um, there's anxieties in, in new relationships. Like, I don't understand this person. I so, really want to. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, to, just to round out the fire signs that we have, you know, Mercury and Sagittarius, which is my boyfriend, he's a Mercury mm -hmm. Sagittarius. There's just so many endless ideas when you have a Mercury in Sagittarius person. They love to learn, learn new things. They can come off as sometimes a little bit scattered. There's just too many thoughts going on. Mm -hmm. Um it, it can be it can seem like a little unfocused, but there's just they're just so excited. Um and it can also come across as a little bit blunt sometimes, but there's just, they're, they're telling the truth and they're very comfortable with telling the truth, but it can come off like there's too much truth. So yeah. they have to err on the side of, you know, 
being tactful with the truth because sometimes it can come off as like yeah 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 yeah. it it just can come off as like you're being you know not kind with that too much truth telling (laughs) yeah But, uh, but yeah Sagittarius is just you know super excited to share everything that they know and learn new things so yeah I think let's see, there's uh, yeah. Aquarius and Aquarius. Yeah. I would say like when I think of that it would be someone who is very expansive. They're speaking right. expansive and, and different and they express themselves differently. They're um, visionaries, right? Visionary. They always like want to make something bigger and better when they talk about it, you know? Yeah. And they, the, the downside is they can um, come off as needing to be right all the time. Yeah. But, you know, that that visionary part of them, you know, makes you forgive them. Want them to be right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. They could could be pretty intuitive, though, too, with that kind of visionary focused, you know, air sign quality. (laughs) Yeah. And the Gemini, you know, the Gemini, very communicative, uh, lots of words. But, you know, the flip side is that there may lack depth, you know. Yeah, or, or they, have, they I've noticed some, uh, yeah, like, like that, they see that. And perhaps, um, like, uh, times when they change their mind too often, like, they, yeah. they have a hard time with, like, sticking with a, like, conversation style. Maybe they're one way with one person and one way with another person. You know, mm-hmm. they're more receptive. Like you were saying, uh, somebody was reactive. I can't remember which sign you were saying was more reactive. Aries. Yeah. Aries. Yeah. So I was thinking that might be uh, like something more like Gemini can be both, you know? Yeah. Like, with that dynamic. Dual twin-sided kind yeah. of nature that Gemini has. Yeah. on who they're with. They can. Yeah what needs to be done to keep everybody lively and happy usually that's what they want or they said that on the downside they do like to have you know a feeling of control over themselves and others but on a on an like energetic level kind of you know Mm -hmm. you know i think they like that mental stimulation though too not wanting to be bored yeah you're right they don't like to be bored they might even worry just to avoid being bored (laughs) (laughs) that makes sense yeah one way to understand how they communicate if they're warriors and Mm -hmm. and So the Mercury in Libra, you know, um, this person, you know, wants a lot of harmony and balance. It's a very loving voice, though. Yeah. Um, And but, you know, too much, you know, harmony can lead to codependency. So they have to be aware of that. And you have to be aware of that as their communication partner and kind of bring things to kind of a state of meditation or, you know, just awareness that, you know, you're not going to go to that extreme of um, trying to balance everything out just to kind of please the other person. People pleasing. You don't want to get into people pleasing. Yeah. Um, I think of cancer, like uh, cancers would really express their emotions well, but then they might get kind of volatile sometimes if their emotions are, you know, out of control. Yeah. Contain their, their emotional, their emotional uh, reactions. But like some cancers I've known have been raised 
that they can't express themselves emotionally. Then when they're older, it's hard, you know. Yeah, they're they're so sensitive. They somehow might have issues being vulnerable. Yeah. So that's the problem with the can the Mercury and Cancer is that you know they they're very nurturing and uh, it's almost nurturing with other people, but they sometimes lack that same awareness with themselves. So they can't Ooh. be vulnerable with their yeah. own emotions <laughs> or yeah. with their own feeling. Um, but they're, you know, totally willing to do that for other people, which yeah. is a really interesting dynamic. You know, it's kind of being that caregiver, but not caring for yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yeah talk badly about themselves or put themselves yeah up yeah yeah you know jb does jokes or even you know yeah yeah <clears throat> uh what's a, a virgo um mm. the virgo you know really has a lot of precision to their words they're very clear they have a good vocabulary most of the time they have mastery but you know on the extreme end again you know they could be a little critical sometimes or judgy. Perfectionist. Um, yeah, perfectionist. So if you say something, they they will be sure that their interpretation of it is correct. You know, <laughs> something about the way we all you're talking about this for the podcast too, like way we understand, like me, myself, and I, all three of us, understand like let's say a phrase or like uh, I'm trying to think of something really random. Um Maybe I associate apples and oranges, that phrase, like different, like apples and oranges differently Mm -hmm. than you do, Jennifer. Mm -hmm. And so uh, if I were to say to you, like, I'm comparing apples and oranges when I look at, you know, this guy and this guy, and you maybe to you that association is kind of tacky, but to me, it's like really casual, you know, and so people don't have this um, same backgrounds and their understanding of words mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, or their not their understanding but their ingrained reactions to words when they hear them or phrases or cliches or anything like that or even just strange things you know yeah, yeah. everybody has their own associations with words that other people use that the other pe- person doesn't know they have those associations and maybe they don't you know that they have those associations that are different from the person saying them mm-hmm. so that's like a language barrier in and of itself so um i feel like that would be like in line with cancer too. They are never like, 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 uh, I think I feel Scorpio Scorpio, I think suffers this is it probably as a speaker too, or as a communicator. Um, they're very misunderstood. I've noticed that with Scorpios, people don't understand them when they talk, they're saying what they mean usually, or they're trying to put it in a way to where everybody's okay with what they said. They're explaining themselves. Um, and they're just not understood for what they're really saying is what it looks like. Um, from my outside perspective, knowing people with that placement, you know, mm-hmm. they're misunderstood in what they say and the way they present themselves all the time. <laughs> and it just goes on. You know that, right? You're about like, you're probably you associated with that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm not sure if I'm misunderstood a lot. I think, uh, yeah, I do say things and then I don't really know how they're interpreted. I think sometimes I I can come across as harsh um, and I don't mean to, but yeah, I think that's the only way I really feel like my words get misinterpreted. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I can't imagine, like, I've never heard you be harsh, but um, I just can't imagine like maybe your idea of harsh is (laughs) (laughs) you. 
<laughs> your angel voice comes out and you start singing <laughs> like, oh my gosh it's scary <laughs> that might scare some people i guess i don't know um but i don't know i think what have we left out in east signs we left out capricorn pisces we didn't talk about pisces oh and capricorn yeah yeah capricorn. um well pisces just going back for a second uh very compassionate forgiving um empathetic they'll agree but, with anything right yeah. To the point of being debilitating, right? They could be very yeah. selfless to the point of being ineffective. So yeah, that's the that's the downside of Pisces. You know, super super com compassionate, but you know yeah. to their own detriment. I can imagine their communicating style would be kind of like intriguing in some time, some ways. You know, like mm -hmm. the dreamy type stuff that they the the poetry that comes just out of them sometimes of a Pisces. But there's a lot yeah. of when they know themselves and they're I did hear like at the end of April we're gonna have like a stellium in Pisces. It's happening um, right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I've been feeling weird. Yeah. Like, real. Yeah, like Venus and Jupiter and like all these planets Mercury coming together in Pisces, yeah. Yeah. So it should be interesting time for everybody. <laughs> be confusing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd, last but not least, Capricorn, um, you know, they really need a reason Blood. to open their mouth. Yeah. Um, what is the value of what I'm saying? Uh, it's very measured. It's very intentional. Um, it can be too focused, right? You know, you're like, please tell me something. What are you trying to say? <laughs> Spit it out. You know, um, that can be, you know. They want to get it just right when they're talking. Right. Yeah. So, so that they feel It's like a little bit perfectionist. Like you said, like with Virgo, you know, you just yeah. want to be, you could just be too intentional. Like, come on, just. And, and then one thing I've say. noticed sometimes with that, with that placement is that they, if they're interrupted, they, they, they don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> They'll, they'll, they'll be cool about it, but you can feel the vibe. They're a little bit like, I'm not done. They're patient. Mm -hmm. They can be patient. Capricorn's very patient. Yeah. Patient. yeah it's, I love a Capricorn. I, I always love a Capricorn. And uh, it, the, 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 the tones, I'd like to talk about the tones of voices people use, mm -hmm. you know, and when communicating with people, that's another thing along with the words we know. Yeah. And I imagine um, like, all of us have associations with certain tones of voices. And I feel like we probably have all the same associations with tones of voices, whereas maybe we don't so much with words, you know, because mm -hmm. like a grumpy tone of voice is a grumpy tone of voice, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, someone's grumpy and they sound ticked because they didn't wake up right outside of the bed. You know what that means. Everybody knows what that sounds like in a tone of voice, I think, you know, and maybe it's a little different, but you probably know what I mean, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, like how to communicate with like different tones of voices and how to react and how to, you know, figure out why that tone of voice is there is something that's, I think, very important in communicating the tone things are said in and why they're said that way. For example, if someone's speaking, you're say you're just dating somebody and maybe you feel they said something in a disrespectful tone, you know, take note of what they said and why they may have been it may have sounded disrespectful. Did it? Was it something from your past that that tone resonates with, or are they really being disrespectful? You know, and why are they, you know, self-conscious about you? What's going on there? So look deeper into why their tones are the way they are, and why you're interpreting them the way they are. Well, I think it's 
it's super important when you're triggered, you have to kind of step back and ask yourself, like, how old am I right now? <laughs> because it, it'll give you a lot of insight as to kind of what wound that you need to heal yeah. in yourself. Because however old that you feel, you know, just like you said, you're, you're your partner said something to you and you're kind of interpreting what that is. It hit you the wrong way. You're interpreting that. And maybe it reminds you of something like a parent said to you or an authority figure or mm-hmm. your uncle or you an know, old a teacher. Lover. Yeah. Or an old lover. You know, how old are you in that moment? Are you a teenager? Are you a child? Um, it can kind of yeah. give you some insight as to what wound is this triggering in me? And is it really about this interaction that you're having right now, or is it about something that happened to you 10 years ago, five years ago? Yeah. Or is it to something like, that identify you, that? Yeah. Is it me or is it, yeah. are they being dicks? Right. Yeah. Is it, <laughs> yeah. is it really, is it really about this moment right now? Or is this just triggering something in me that I can work yeah. on? Or is this being triggered in them? What could be being triggered in them for sure. them? To yeah. You know, mm-hmm. if there's a tone that isn't about what I'm interpreting as, you know, my right. trauma. Yeah. Or yeah it may um, not always be about us, right? Yeah. yeah. Are we sure? Maybe it is always about us. Let's think about that soon. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I have to say I'm usually the one that's triggered. So it's usually about me. But yeah. <laughs> I get triggered, too. <laughs> I, I hide it though and I, su- I suppress it until I just can't stand it anymore <laughs> <laughs> so I don't like confrontation and then I just can't stand it I have to say something I'm definitely, get- I'm definitely getting better about being less reactive in the moment and just thinking yeah. okay think about I'm getting that. better too you know think about that healthy- yeah yeah having healthy relationships now like when I had not very healthy relationships in the past like in general friendships everything yeah just- like and having boundaries although setting those boundaries was i got a lot of criticism for and still am um because of the way i'm doing it i've never done it so i don't know the best ways to do it but um i feel like i have healthy relationships and it's kind of like i have my own shock about that you know Mm -hmm. like it's really great you know, I didn't know this was a possibility. And it, this wasn't like conditioning, I don't think, from childhood. Because I was really happy as a kid, but I had mental distortions of reality starting at 12. You know, don't know if it's psychic stuff or mental illness stuff or what, but it, you know, I did start taking medication when I was older. But um, like in my 20s. Um, so I'm not really sure, except the mental distortions, they could be psychic experiences too, and impressions that weren't explained to me. It could be both. Um so there's also people who have, you know, experiences in their life, maybe that are health related, you know, that can be traumatic and or, or change them somehow or something that maybe if somebody dies in their life when they're young and it's like something, yeah, any kind of trauma, yeah. any kind of really big vent that, that you're young and it's impressionable and it's like what formed your early you know, like, this is what's up with the world. <laughs> you know, this is how the world is. And and it can be very confusing to communicate with people when it's it's very different from other people's. Yeah, even your family dynamics can affect your communication. Yes. Like, what if you had, you know, brothers and sisters who never let you talk? 
you're always silenced that way. Or, you know, what if everybody left it? What if you were the oldest sibling and everybody left it to you to communicate for everybody else? And so you always felt the burden of communication. Yeah. So your family. Yeah. (laughs) Or what if you're the only child? You had no one to talk to. Yeah. So your family dynamic has a lot to do with how you communicate as well. Um, and, And, you know, and I don't mean to sound, you know, elitist, but you know, your education has a lot to do with how you communicate as well. You know, if you don't feel confident in how you communicate, that can have a lot to do with how you communicate as an adult. If you don't feel um, like you communicate well, you know, you don't feel confident in how you talk or your word choices. give people that confidence in, in speaking their, like, really how they, because I know a lot of people who aren't very confident, and a lot of it comes from not being really able to quickly come up right. with what they want to mean to say. And, and they have maybe been misunderstood in the past for being not as quick or maybe just told what they were thinking because they weren't as quick to say, be able to capably form what they wanted to say. Right. Yeah. When my, when my clients, you know, come to me, you know, with their love issues, you know, or like, I just didn't know what to say in that moment, you know, that my person came to me with this and I didn't know how to respond or I didn't know what to say. And my response always is, well, you don't have to respond. <laughs> you, yeah. know? you don't always have to respond to whatever the, you know, question is in that moment or whatever the big dramatic statement is in that moment. Just because someone is posing, you know, a question to you or a statement to you doesn't mean you always have to respond immediately. You know, you have the time to think and respond, especially, especially with text messages. (laughs) Don't respond right away just because you have, you feel like you have to. Um, Take all the time you need. Take all the time in the world. Maybe it's even overnight, you know, just because you're, there's this expectation of responding to a text message within seconds, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Um, So yeah, take all the time in the world that you need to respond because that's how you're going to get a clear response that it's actually what you want to say and not, and not, and not a knee jerk reaction or reactive reaction that's coming from like your inner child. Maybe Mm -hmm. you want to respond from your inner adult. Right. Yeah. And I like writing letters, you know, positive and I think writing you know, letters is great. Yeah. Working stuff out letters, like love letters and working stuff out letters. And you know, sometimes I, I'll write a letter and just get my thoughts out and then I'll throw it out. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just helped me get my thoughts out and then I can like have a conversation. You can put some stuff in there about like what they did. Yeah. <laughs> throw it out. I, <laughs> I have cool. a lot. I have a lot of journals. Like I journal a lot just to like help myself with my own thoughts. Um, yeah. But no one sees those journals. Like mm. they're just mine. Um, so yeah, it's not really about, you know, who's going to read it or interpret it or, you know, whatever. It's just about, you know, right. it helps me. You go back through them, right? And look at them. I do. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, especially um, my dating journals. My dating journals helped me a lot. I wrote about every single date I've ever been on. Feelings and stuff. Yeah. Well, it's mostly about things I've learned about dating that I've just learned. Huh. I learned this and I learned that. And I learned this about myself and I learned this about men and I learned this about dating. And then all these things I've kind of. Now I give advice about it because I've learned all this stuff over 10 years about, you know, all this stuff that I personally went through dating. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
as a clairsentient, a clair everything angel intuitive. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. also that little icing on the cake and the cherry too. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that that's obviously like why I do what I do because I like yeah. to um, you really can do help all the people in this area. Yeah, for sure. You can do it on a practical level and I'm doing a spiritual level, you know, yeah. and it's really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, it helps people a lot. And I've said this, I think on every love podcast, you've given me a lot of insights and good advice into the dating world and the dating pool as it is now in 2022 on April 26th, a day where <laughs> before the podcast, the, the, I was really scattered and she was really tired, but things have changed and we're, we're evened out because that's how the energy works sometimes. Yeah. Right? Ning friends. <laughs> Although you look like you're getting a little tired again. No, it helped me a lot. It helped, it helped me, me a lot, lot too. Uh, it's really cool because when when you're sitting by that white wall the whole time I've been talking, I, I don't see aura as much, but I've been able to see yours moving around. And like when you first were talking, um, there, 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 now there's a lot of whites and yellows and pinks. And and but when you were first talking, there were a lot of greens and and oh. like magentas. Like you were just like get like healing yourself something was healing. oh interesting yeah it was neat yeah yellows too but right now like and it's all swirly a lot of hot pinks and good purples and and white a lot of white and and, and good yellows it's just really cool i don't see aura as much so it's neat and <laughs> that's yeah, cool like, i don't see auras at all yeah it just happens once in a while you know and i had a friend who could see auras and she explained well how, how they work so when i do see them i've got a little bit to go with it you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just kind of very cool, cool. Yeah, so um, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Everclear. Everclear is an advice app, and you can get advice from psychics and empaths, so you can get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. Jennifer Love and I are both advisors on there. I am Lisa P., and you are... Jennifer L. Jennifer L. If you like, and you can find her other places, too. Oh, you've heard her before. I'll put her information in the description, unless you would like to tell them again for the new list. JenniferLove.me. Yeah, she's all over the place. She 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 does this great stuff on Instagram. She helps women like build their images, their body images, their self images, their self love. I highly recommend like checking that out because I think that's like like we did the first podcast in her series on that loving yourself. And then you can mm -hmm. get it. And listeners, I'd like to thank you as always for listening. And Jennifer, thank you again for being a guest. Thank you. Again. <laughs> and we'll come back next month. Yeah. <laughs> Good Misty can join us and talk about keeping the spark alive. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that. And um, and uh, I guess that will be all for tonight, guys. And go love somebody and talk to them about it. Tell them you love them. And if they don't say they love you back, it's because go look up their Zodiac Mercury sign. Maybe that's why. Or maybe it, you said it wrong. Just kidding. Because <laughs> <laughs> some people say I love you in weird ways. You know, they don't understand why you said it that way. And they might, you know, think something about it. So if you say it, you know, say it like you yeah, mean it. Because <laughs> you do. <laughs> it's never a bad time to say I love you. Unless you're trying to manipulate someone out of something. I, I consider that not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, yeah, so. man, yeah. Enjoy this. Uh, I think we have one more podcast coming up, and then I'm going to uh, celebrate my birthday and disappear for a, like a couple days. But uh, listeners, we will be back with Misty on Thursday. And thank you again for listening. Peace out. Goodbye. Bye.